Can't you see I'm sick and helpless recording this podcast all alone? I need a child servant to record it with me and do all the research. <laughs> Achoo! Alright, there we go. Achoo! <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll cut back so that the achoo gets, okay, gets thank you. into there. Thank yeah. you. Um, it's important to get the achoo in there, and I totally biffed it. Uh, I, yeah, it is It is like one of the better parts of that line. Achoo! <laughs> achoo! Just saying achoo out loud. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, hi, good morning, everyone. Hey, hey everybody. How's it going? What's up? Uh, I, I'm Adrian. You can't respond. I'm Will. What is this? And this is On Twos, the podcast where uh, we talk about cartoons. And stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when every single podcast... I was considering uh, continuing the bit of just being like, this is where we talk about the movie Ghosts Can't Do It. <laughs> <laughs> and just having that be our thing forever. Yeah. Goddamn. Um, what what did you think about that one scene where the ghost, knowing that no one can hear him, is uh, yells at the kid like, "Hey, fuck off, man!" That was my favorite scene, honestly. Um, I liked it much more than basically all the rest of them. And by yeah. basically all the rest of them, I mean I've totally watched this and know what you're talking about. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so what did we watch today, Will? Other than ghosts uh, can't do we it. Watched, yeah, we watched over the garden wall. Yeah, which is a it's it's a mini series that uh, Cartoon Network did back in 2014. That's based wow, off that of old? this. Sh- yeah, based off of this short film uh, that uh, Paul Hirsch. I want to say Paul Hirsch uh, did earlier. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, it's. It's a really very autumnal fun show. Yeah. Oh, uh, Patrick McHale. Patrick McHale. That's the guy. Good job. Good job, Patrick. What can I say? Yeah. But good job, Patrick. Um, this, this, yeah, this was lovely. Um, it's funny. I actually hadn't heard of this at all until one of my friends dressed up as a beast for a Halloween party this year. Oh wow, that's like <laughs> the hardest costume from this. Yeah, she worked so hard. Most, yeah, most of the costumes in this would just be like, oh yeah, I got a fucking stupid hat and a cloak. The yeah, end. Like it, it is in character a very silly, easy to do costume, which we'll get to mm-hmm. later. <laughs> yeah, but uh, now uh, that's that's not. Madeline style. So you're listening to this. Shout outs, Madeline. I I don't know you, but shout outs to you. You Madeline. can pretend. Well, use your imagination. I didn't. Coward. Okay. <laughs> uh, had you? It, it sounded like you'd seen this before. Shows about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've I've watched this once before, and uh, it was really pleasant. And it's like, you know, we're getting towards winter, like kind of autumn and it's got that vibe like a 100 to an infectious degree yeah it's like it like makes the cold kind of fun and mystical and interesting and uh it does one of the best of these like uh children like wandering out in an environment that is beyond their perception 
vibes. Mm-hmm. So good. Better than, better than, in, I think, any that I've ever seen. Uh, God, I'm trying to think what other ones I've seen. Um, I mean, there's like all, all the like childhood story ones that this really draws from, but then the, the like modern media ones that I think of, um, kind of adventure time does this same thing but like they are more hey, in control got, of their environment i got i got news for you what this is the writer some bitch this is the guy who wrote oh, a whole bunch of adventure time that makes a lot of sense doesn't it oh. patrick McHale. duh yep <laughs> <clears throat> um the the like thing that it's drawing from in the in the very like first 15 seconds is hansel and gretel style story um, oh definitely with uh gregory throwing uh candy everywhere <laughs> as a breadcrumb which i love so much that that starts out as like a, a goofy little bit um but then yeah but then worked totally... its way into actually being something yeah exactly turns into like oh this was planned all along i love it when shows do that when they when they take something that just because like the whole setup for this seems just like we're just sort of um pulling this like narrative together just for the sake of having this narrative we, we aren't actually yeah. super concerned with the setup for it or the the arrangement and i would have been totally fine I, I with mean, that it would have like... worked great it it's got a fairy tale bit to it, you right? Know? Where it's just like, yeah, people just do stuff. Hundred percent. So I wasn't about like, to to like ask anything else from it. These are eleven minute episodes, and I was going to be totally content with it not having an overarching story. Yeah, but, but then it did. But then it did, and it was good. It was like quite good. You know, it wasn't uh, it like unbelievable or anything, but it was really good. Right. Um. And, and especially for like, I, I mean it it was kind of the classic uh fucking what is it jason's ladder jacob's ladder Jacob's ladder what? yeah 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 the like oh yeah he was uh dreaming all of this yeah but but done in a way that fro- like the frog still has the bell in its stomach so so it's real baby it's hard to say yeah what exactly you're saying is real and what isn't and whatever yeah we should tell the listeners a a little bit more of what we're talking about maybe huh we were talking about over the garden wall the tv show that we watched yeah (laughs) By, by that i mean uh what what overarching narrative so there's these two these two brothers and they are trying to get home that's like the whole premise of the story um uh and then almost immediately they meet a talking bird and they're like, cool, that's rad. There's a talking bird here. This is normal um, in that it's not normal, weird, but we're just sort of stuff. pretending like it's uh, not something that normal we actually need enough. to engage with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so us as the uh, the viewers are like, okay, that, that must just be what the biz is in this world. You know, I, we, right. we suspend like our disbelief how, how all the time. how all of this goes. Uh-huh. And and as the as the new um viewer, like that's what you're trying to figure out right off the bat is what what is this world? What make what is the the rules here? And um, well, and it tends to it, it you get put into this place where you're wondering so much about this world that you're not even thinking about where they might have come from. Exactly, uh, which they just they use to such good effect. They they like really um 
pull their their narrative punches back in these early episodes and let the these like rolling weirdnesses just sort of uh hit you one after another and you get totally swept up with them um and don't even think about the fact that maybe they have never seen anything remotely like this before until it actually matters and i just think that's a really cool way to introduce a narrative especially when you're short on time yeah like yeah very good way to go about it yeah um so these brothers Uh, are looking to find a way home um this bird tells them that adelaide uh uh some woman in the forest far away should be able to help them and so they're like tight i will let's go look for adelaide and that becomes have have adventures on the way Mm -hmm. meet a horse try to rob an old uh rich guy yeah uh (laughs) i love that they call him unky it was so good uh there's the school thing there's the pumpkin people yeah it's just all these little vignettes there's a lot of yeah did you have a favorite vignette that you want to like dive into oh it's the anti-whispers one anti-whispers is so good like it's so good and it's so creepy i love the pumpkin people like that reversal of of the thing while still maintaining its spookiness was very fun for me yeah yeah that's uh it's super fun and one of the things that i really like about this show is that anyone that's actually like shown to be shown to have a problem is kind of making their own problem in the same way that we later see that wirt is yeah no that's a good way of putting it because yeah everybody is sort of struggling in the same with the same yeah it's basically like indecisiveness causes most of these problems indecisiveness and poor communication are the two things which is why gregory is is such a true hero through the whole thing is because he's 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 decisive and he says what he wants yeah yeah and i think that's beautiful this is my trunk i'm an elephant this is my trunk (laughs) (laughs) he's such a delight like what a what a absolutely brilliant character to include in a narrative like this just like somebody yeah just just keeps pushing things forward yeah little little doofus kid little doofus kid yeah it's great (laughs) um did you have a favorite like supporting character i i really liked the talking horse what was his name i can't remember his name i forget yeah it wasn't it wasn't that important to his character i just really (laughs) like the I want to steal. <laughs> like, just all that shit. It's, it's in the very moment when everybody red. realizes that he can talk. <laughs> oh, no. That was, they, he starts talking when they're riding. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's it's when they're yeah. in the... In, uh, in what's the his name? The, the uncle's house. The fake uncle's house. Yeah. yeah. That narrative was really funny, too. It dragged on a little bit too long. Like, I think it was one of the the like less good paced ones but you know that's it's nitpicking to the an extreme honestly yeah like of the episodes that's like eh, yeah a little slow but i i did just like i don't know it has all the fun stuff with them just like breaking all the shit (laughs) exactly what do you think of the the like the overarching narrative do you want to talk about that now or do you is there uh or do you want to zero Uh, in on uh, a couple of these vignettes i mean we can get to 
what was uh, your favorite side character since I already answered that question. Um, now you're in the hot seat, fucker. Shit, fuck. God darn it. <laughs> um, I think that I loved... Uh, so um, I thought Beatrice was a, a very fun character, but I fucking love the various named frog who becomes a... a who gets a record deal a record and deal. like yeah uh has it has a whole internal world and narrative and i think that that is like that we're really not privy to exactly but like the it's i feel like it sets up so well the fact that everyone has one like everybody in this world has all has their own shit going on um and yeah. i think that's so cool and you can't like you can't discount anybody here um they all got they all got some shit. It's great. It's, all right. Fun thing about the frog. It is so this is what they've cited as one of their main artistic uh influences yeah. for the show. Is this board game called Game of Frog Pond. <laughs> um and yeah, I've never you heard take of this. a look at this and it's just like, yeah, this kind of just looks like like you mix up this and uh, fucking... Adventure Time? Yeah, and you got it. Powerful. I put the link in, in the chat. It also looks like a fun game. Like, this is the wow. type of video 100%. game, that, or not video game, board game, that I really enjoy, where it's just like, oh, no, this is basically just a toy. Oh, it's 100% just a toy. It's like, it's just like hooking yeah you you take these like fishing rods and then you have to like hook them through the frog and then pick up the frog i assume i don't have uh there's no rules description here (laughs) uh but you can make some assumptions (laughs) yeah oh it's a variation of the popular fish pond oh thank goodness Uh, that they've developed they started developing spinoffs of fish pond I had yeah, just gotten I mean, bored of my fish pond set. Everyone everyone loved fish pond back in the day, but you know, everyone's been waiting for fish pond two <laughs> to come out and they <laughs> fucking swerved on us. Oof. Um I can't wait for fish pond racers, personally. Mm. Yeah. Uh I, I can't wait for uh fish pond tennis and <laughs> fish pond fish pond golf. Coming I hate soon. Fish pond golf. <laughs> I feel like they really sold out with that one. Now I'm trying to find more images of the actual fish pond, like the game itself. Because um, if it's basically the same thing, oh, all right, found one. Yeah, it, it's it's, it's the same. basically <laughs> the same thing. Good. It, it's the same thing. It's frog pond seems to have better components. Wow. Yeah, frog pond is much more beautiful. It's also well, yeah, because you got you got the like little little pads uh, i do like the illustration here though for fish pond it's, oh yeah it's undeniably quite nice what do you think uh, of uh the the beast and the and the woodsman in that whole like bit that whole yeah thing yeah. well it's it's another one where it's a, a character hasn't properly like analyzed their own situation to realize what's That's actually happening it. and that causes your your issue yeah no it's true uh he's he is like the extreme example of what all has gone wrong here and what will continue to go wrong if unanalyzed it's a good way yeah. of putting it um it's 
Yeah, the beast the beast is Jason Funderburger. <laughs> which gotta say, just great name. It's a great wonderful, name. Great wonderful name to say two hundred times. <laughs> I also really like that they they drop him in they drop the name in like episode six and you know, where it's like, Oh, well Sarah Sarah went off with Jason Funderburger. And you're just imagining this like jock, jock. guy, yeah, yeah. letterman jacket. <laughs> It's just <laughs> such a dud. Absolute dweeb that literally nobody is remotely interested in. Right. <laughs> not, not, not so mean as that. He seems fine. Like, nobody's upset, obsessed with him one way or the other. Right. Um, huh. He's, uh, Wirt is, like, even more of a absolute dipshit than I thought he would be, though. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, he was almost too pathetic uh for me kind of i don't know it all stems from like indecisiveness yeah from like indecisiveness and no he's internally consistent don't get me wrong fear of the unknown yeah which makes this whole this whole world quite perfect um Mm -hmm. as a as a place and and means by which to overcome this right as as a way to jacob's ladder himself into good decision yeah we listen we all got a Jacob's ladder ourselves every once in a while. At some point, ever everyone's gonna get you know hit by a car or knocked out or whatever, <laughs> and that's that's when you go, uh, well over the garden wall. Yeah, would be the name of the show. Um, what did you think about the so? Uh, while we're talking about the art style, one of while we're not talking about the art style, back to the art style. <laughs> <laughs> Good, 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 good. Let's look at more old board games. <laughs> uh, no, what what I was gonna mention is the um the vignetting. Yeah, of the actual of box. This. Yeah, like, I think that that leads a lot to um the vibe. Uh huh. The no, vibe just is, like this is dank. Like it is a it is a dark world with uh darkness abound in its like every every seam like you you really do feel like the characters are constantly in a degree of danger that they are not quite aware of yeah um which makes sense and is consistent with the actual internal narrative um given that like given that they are given that they are <laughs> oh yeah like if this whole thing is like some some portion uh magic dream and some portion uh hallucination some like quasi narnia thing yeah like they are in extreme danger this whole time uh and at risk of perishing um so good good on them for actually communicating that and making that internally consistent through the whole thing um it also makes the pumpkin town even more uh harrowing yeah Uh, where it's like come live with us yeah, like at, oh, at all or, times they're yeah, being coaxed to You'll death. join us someday. Yeah. That is the whole thing is is these two little boys being uh beckoned to the other side, man. Yeah, pretty much. Also, uh, you know, has to be mentioned, this is an isekai. Uh 100%. 100% yep. isekai, except that he's bad at everything. It's an isekai well, for right. Gregory. Cause, um, I mean, if we're talking about the origins of the genre, then it's like <laughs> not, 
it's not like uh, Alice was exactly, you know, knocking it out of the park in Wonderland. That's true. Fair enough. She's just running around fucking drinking out of random little <laughs> bottles and shit. True, true, true. I guess it's internally consistent there. Um, that, yeah, no, this is an isekai. It, yeah. It, which means it's an anime. Um, mm-hmm. I feel as though I just have to mention it every time, like, whenever one of these shows is. Yeah. We haven't been keeping track of that, but... We haven't watched many isekais now that I think about it. I mean, we probably have. (laughs) Then you're doing a bad job of calling it out. We're just, like, not thinking of... Yeah. Key researcher. Yeah, Yeah, I gotta get, like, a bell. Bing. (laughs) Bing. (laughs) The bell It's an isekai. (laughs) Ding, 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 (laughs) ding. Oh, man, it would just be constantly going off. I'm just going to go, yeah, take a look in our in our back backlog. Uh, do, do, does, um, do... does it have to be another world? Is that like a a hard, hard line I, for an isekai? Yeah, I, I think that that's kind of going to be our, I think our that's hard fair. line for yeah. it. Cause like I don't you, think we've watched that many. We can't call Cyberpunk world. Edge Runners an isekai. No, it's oh, not. uh, uh, we didn't do the movie. Uh, the new Beavis and Butthead movies an isekai. <laughs> um, what? How? Because <laughs> they get transported forward in time. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. Fantastic, Pl- Fantastic Planet is not an isekai. It's kind of close, but not quite. It's it's close, but it's just a sci-fi yeah thing. Um, God, yeah, you're right. We really haven't done many. Dungeons and Dragons is the last show that we did that is <laughs> definitively legit just an isekai. An isekai. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Like solidly isekai. Uh, it's kind of sad. Yeah, I won't have my disappointment. God, we we got to do correct. a whole month of isekais. Isa month. <laughs> is is uh. December? December. I'm not ready for another theme month yet, if I'm honest. Okay, the one before that uh, was uh, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. <laughs> that, that oh, counts. and then Cap- Captain N, also an isekai. Uh, yep. I was um, isekai to an extreme that I hated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was awful. That sucked. We used to watch so many more bad shows. I mean that was that was kind of the premise when we started. Yeah, if I was like, if by old, hey, let's watch if by bad, bad you mean old, because we mostly weird. just watched old shit that happened to be fucking oh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we can we get back to. Yeah, let's get back. Let's get back to. to this, it. I want to talk about pumpkins. This show. I love the, I love the pumpkin town. We I alluded to it, but like, so it does like six reversals in the first episode. It really tells you how the rest of the show is going to go. Cause this is the first like real place that they, that they go to. I also thought it was very cool going back and watching the pilot ish thing. And yeah, it, like, I didn't, kind I of, didn't get around to that. It's, it's a, a vegetable guy who uh, wants to go to the big city in his vegetable car. And he, he will give Wharton Gregory the car if he stays in the vegetable town. Um, uh so he like looks like the pumpkin head from previously but it's an entirely different story um all right i just love it because it like i feel like really shows the strength of this premise of it's just like a bunch of weird shit over the garden wall because you can just keep doing stuff and uh, yeah i truly feel this was 
this was originally conceived of as like an ongoing show yeah. or at the very least they were talking about 18 episodes but then it kind of turned into this which honestly i like i like it better yeah i i like things being self-contained like this yeah they and they they know? wrap it up so cleanly and i feel like with significantly more episodes either they would have to start not involving the narrative at all or they would have right. to um uh just like stretch go, things out go, to a way that yeah. would be bad or less good it's yeah i don't know it, it's kind of a thing where like if if this went for like 18 episodes then there would be more discussion of like oh well this is like one of the bad episodes or this is a filler episode like that type of thing Absolutely. whereas this it's just like no just watch this it's about as long as a movie <laughs> yeah and all of them are bangers <laughs> yeah do you think there is other than the i know you already mentioned the um or at least i i mentioned my opinion which was that the uh old rich guy episode was one of the weaker ones um and even still that was like a, a seven or an eight um, did you have any that like didn't connect with you? Um, God, not really. That's awesome. I mean, that's so good. <laughs> the The closest that I'm th- is the one where uh, where Greg goes into his like cloud cloud city. Oh yeah, that one was okay. Like that type of thing. But the song was where still... it's just like, oh, this is a lot of rigmarole. The song for... is still so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing is like, even when it's kind of, you know, being circuitous and weird, then it's like, no, this is still fun. Yeah, absolutely. I remembered why I didn't really like the, uh, the uncle thief one is because, because Gregory throws away the pennies at the end, they end up exactly where they started with no, oh, yeah. no real changes except for that they lost the horse. And, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's a little lame. But now there's a whole tea company. That's true. That's but I don't give a shit. Tea that horse tea horse now it's monopoly that's what they've done they built a monopoly on accident or on purpose right it's not goodwill we don't like monopolies here well i mean if you don't have monopolies then you don't get stuff like the winchester mansion so (laughs) yeah (laughs) you don't get you don't get weird rich people shit (laughs) notable good and great example yeah fucking if we didn't if we didn't have monopolies then how would we send dipshits to space for 10 seconds the gun monopoly (laughs) paragon of goodness (laughs) yep thank you will (laughs) wow gunopoly gunopoly the terrible board terrible board game yeah not not just just a box with a gun in it (laughs) (laughs) jesus like rich <laughs> uncle money bags in there like on the front just like you could shoot people <laughs> it would be kind of funny to have a a version of parody monopoly that is just like a gun runner edition and you're just like trying to amass a fucking um just violence empire out of yeah out of your your buddies you're just playing as Monopoly Lockheed Tony Martin Stark. edition. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, knowing that company, they probably wouldn't get the joke and just uh, like literally I put mean, their name on it. I mean, probably not. You you remember when they 
did the, their uh god i forget if this year they did it again they do it every year they do like a a pride fl- pride flag logo when will they learn <laughs> for fucking lockheed martin every single year and everybody's like hey um we like, fucking hate yo, you this sucks and you suck yeah Eat they're shit, like go die we're like, we're so happy to participate again this year <laughs> yeah if there's one thing i've learned about lockheed martin is that they will simply not eat shit and die no no because they have too much of our money (laughs) it's it's impossible at this point because you know our our money keeps getting funneled to them yeah in the version of of over the garden wall where this is just a like you know jacob's ladder fever dream and nothing else uh what what does the woodsman represent uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything. I, which? Yeah, it's this whole thing where you're trying to keep someone somewhat alive, yeah. even if it's a, a bad existence. Yeah, and I don't really think that that has a representative in the in just the narrative of Gregorian work. No, not especially not, not in just like work. the real world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's real, baby. Uh, yeah gotta be gotta be that's how that's how it works right um by the way the uh the person who played the the beast Uh uh-huh uh i looked them up because first off they have the most interesting uh like picture of themselves (laughs) on wikipedia oh yeah ever yeah because i was like oh over the garden wall who's this uh so all right here's how it went I'm reading the cast list, and it's like, oh, Elijah Wood, Colin Dean, blah, blah, blah. Samuel Raimi as the Beast. And I'm like, what? Sam Raimi? Like, literally Are you Sam shitting Raimi? me? Like, that doesn't <laughs> sound like him at all. Yeah. Uh, It's not. Okay. Uh, it's different Sam Raimi. This is a... Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll send the thing. Uh, uh, opera performer. Whoa. Who just does tons of <gasps> I see tons what you mean. Opera. This is beautiful. Yeah, it's like this oh is my God. the most interesting profile picture. 80 years old. Ever sh- yeah. That's amazing. Holy shit. I am obsessed with you, Samuel Raimi. It made, right? Like, made what are you doing opera now? opera debut in 1984. Like, oh. why are you not just doing cartoons? Why are you not just playing this character forever? The national patron of Delta Omicron, which is an unfortunate name now. <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. Jeez. <laughs> Man, what are you going to do? But yikes. <laughs> God, it's it's funny. I was actually w- one of the reasons that I uh, we're recording like a little bit later is because when I got up, I, I started checking Twitter and first mistake Ted Cruz was re reposting some dumb shit about ivermectin what so i i felt the need to like look up oh what's what's going on with that like was there actually anything and it's like no no just it's the, just old the, shit. F, the fda still has the same opinion on ivermectin as before <laughs> it's it's just this dipshit keeps bringing it up awesome so cool I mean, I guess all these dipshits keep bringing it up. Yeah, that is the, the crux of the problem. <laughs> right? 
is that anytime that anyone posts anything about it, then it's like 600 people posting the same like unresearched fucking review study from nature.com. Yeah. Yeah. How, man, there has to be some procedure for taking domain names away from people. Nature.com is too precious to, uh, like... To, yeah, to have, like, just some study... shit unverified. Like some yeah. magazine uh-huh. on there. Like, they've lost their privileges, I'm sorry. Well, it's also, like, they're, they're just, like, a science magazine. Like, why the fuck are they Nature Magazine? Yeah. I'd be like if climbing, uh, like, my climbing magazine was... Uh, own the domain name um like microprocessors limited like fuck off what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> well uh when you're out climbing you should have a a gps on you so that uh-huh. you should have a gps beacon on you and those have microprocessors in them therefore microprocessors limited.com and don't forget to take your horse juice <laughs> <laughs> Oh jeez, um, I don't think we talked about the uh, 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 anti whispers thing in in any detail. Oh, what, what did you yeah. love about it the most? Uh, how fucking creepy anti whispers is, and yet she's the chill yeah. one. Yeah, and yet she's actually fine. Which is a lot of the what the show does is just yeah, you know, subverting what you might think given a typical narrative. Right. Um, but there's that. I I just really like her design, like how she's just this enormous face Mostly with rotted face out headed. teeth. Yeah. yeah. And um, she feels like a like a not an inversion, but just like an alternate universe version of um, uh, the the witch from Baba Yaga. Spirited Away. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think her name was just Yubaba. Oh, Yubaba. that's Yubaba. Yeah. Yeah. But she's based off Baba Yaga. Yeah. So it's, it's, anyway. it's, all, it's all Baba Yaga. You're right. Yeah. All the way through. Uh, let me see. Anything else you wanted to... No, this is just one of those go watch it ones, honestly. Like... Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of just that. We've we've uh, avoided spoiling the like key crux of the plot. So you get to have your fun. But um, didn't we? Not not in a way that's uh we didn't we didn't like, you know, go for it beat by beat or anything. We alluded oh, to, sure, to sure. like the shape of things, but I don't think that counts. For some reason I do just want to talk about that episode where there's a schoolhouse. Um and, and there's just all the animals. I love and they have a fun chase sad scene. raccoon. Yes. Just being like, Man, we don't get to do anything fun. I'm just a raccoon. <laughs> Pure vibes from well, that little guy. And and it's another one where all of the problems are just caused by misunderstandings. <laughs> just people not actually talking to each other. Or being stuck in a uh, fucking um, uh, gorilla costume. Which, yeah. what are you going to do? Bummer. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, trying to teach animals when that's not practical. Trying to teach animals you how to speak get a, instead yeah, of how to play. Yeah, to play music. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. That's how you get the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Do you have a numerical review for this puppy? Uh, yeah. I, I would put it at uh, uh, 20 
bluebirds out of like the 24 or so that are in there in this family. There's so many bluebirds. There's so many. He's <laughs> fucking surrounded by them. Um, I'm going to give it seven out of eight frog band members um, because uh, one of them is actually a child instead. Yeah. Yeah, that tracks. Uh, God, did Beautiful you have, story. Did you have any like favorite, favorite jokes? Oh in, my God. Every single thing this? that Gregory said was, be- was just wonderful. Like non nonstop bangers from that kid. Um, I, I really liked all of the, uh, um, I think I already mentioned this, but I really liked all the frog name jokes and all, all the times when oh, yeah. he called the frog, the president, cause he just called him, they just Mr. named president. him different presidents. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, the I really liked the we're going to the cemetery to have age appropriate drinks, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> legal age appropriate drinks like juice, yeah, or other yes. age appropriate like, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Just like completely circumnavigate censorship while also like doing censorship correctly, <laughs> right. Oh, also, there's a little, there is a little visual joke in that, uh, that schoolhouse episode that yeah. I really liked during the Potatoes and Molasses song, where he's trying to pour out the molasses, <laughs> and it's just taking forever. That's so good. Oh my it's god. Because, like, yep, that's what molasses does. <laughs> yep. Also, Potatoes and Molasses sounds fucking awful. It's just like the grossest shit I it can think of. It sounds so fucking bad. <laughs> Like, Jesus, man, get some salt. Yeah. Nope. We got some molasses on top of the piano, so we got to use that. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, man. That was very, very funny. Uh, anyway, um, that's, that's this. That's uh, this. Go watch I, it. It's I don't great. think we know what we're going to... No. Actually, I know what we're going to do next, because I gave you three options, and I was like, I want to do oh. this other one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to do that fucking... Uh, superhero kindergarten oh, because I am boy. fucking fascinated I by it. I can't wait. <laughs> Jesus. I can't wait. Um, yeah, we're recording this like the Sunday after Turkey Day, so I think both of us are a little a little fried. A little, little, little groggy, a little, yeah, bear little with us. out of it. Yeah. But we still love you. Yep. Bye! Bye. Goodbye! <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Big thanks to the composer of our theme, Miles Morkery, and to Bernadette Meeker, the artist for our thumbnail. We are Ontoos Pod on Twitter.com. Our website is Ontoos.club. You're the best. Good night. Good night. Achoo!